T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is high. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Oh, there we go. Hello. It is Bowerly News Radio 930 WBEN. Uh, it is Tom, uh, not to be confused with uh, Dick or Harry. There, there should have been a Harry in the family, but uh, we got Billy instead, the late Billy. But uh, that would have been rather funny to be able to say that on the air. But uh, Mom and Dad had no way of knowing what the future would bring professionally for uh, any of us. Now, at some point during today's show... Uh, and this might actually be part of one of the topics that we do today. At some point, I may be receiving a telephone call that I absolutely have to take. I don't have a choice. So if you hear me say, Josh, I need to go to break now, and it's not our usual break time, do not freak out. Do not panic. Uh, it's just that um, when you tell, uh, well, when you tell doctors' offices, "Hey, please don't call me between two and six, What do you think they do? They call you between two and six. It's happened before because I've got to schedule some uh, <laughs> some further stuff, and uh, it's basically a call that uh, uh, again I am expecting. So just bear with me on uh, News Radio nine thirty WBEN. You know one of the topics that uh, oh hi Josh Schmidt back in the saddle again. Thanks to Joe Beamer and uh, my brother Dick Bowerly for sitting in uh, in my absence. And uh, long story short. Uh, I have a whole bunch of things that uh, I think are worthy of discussion today. Uh, there's one heavy thing that I might want to get into, but not 100% on that yet. I'm going to need some time to fill you guys out today. But uh, the other night, and, and this is something that I'd thrown in as kind of a throwaway topic late in one of our shows a few weeks back. Um, did you, have you bagged a deer? Not with your bow and arrow, not with any, not with your shotgun or whatever it is you use to hunt with. Um, I don't know these things because I don't hunt. But uh, have you bagged a deer with your automobile? And I made the point when we talked about this, I made the point to say, you know, I think I have pretty good deer dar. Not radar or gay dar, but deer dar. Okay. Oh, my gay friends know I have tremendous gaydar. My my gay friends applaud me on my on I seriously, if if my gaydar was any better, I'd be, you know, I'd be hitting for their team. I'm just saying. Or would I be pitching? I certainly wouldn't be catching. Uh, but anyway, I've got pretty good uh, I love my gays, thank you. Uh anyway, uh mentioned the other day, I've got pretty good deer dar, right? So uh Driving home the other night from a restaurant on Transit Road, it was uh, it was Rocco's. We, we paid full price, so I'm not giving them plug in exchange for food or anything. And uh, for some reason, 
I decided to uh, go home a different way. And it, it took us to um, Arrow Drive between roughly, you know where the tunnel is? You see the airplanes crossing. It's kind of cool when you're driving by. There's a tunnel on Arrow, right? There's a traffic circle right there. So between that particular part of Arrow Drive, not where the strip clubs are, but that part of Arrow Drive and Worley, um, I don't know what happened, and I don't know why I did this, except it is an uncanny Deardar ability that I have. I just knew that even though I couldn't see the green little eyes in the headlights, that there were deer bounding around that night. So I backed off on the speed. And it's and I wasn't speeding either. The speed limit there is, what, 35? I was doing maybe 29, 30 miles an hour, somewhere in there. And I don't know why, because it's not usually like me. It's just this, this sense that a deer is going to cause me problems tonight, or this is this is going to be a deer night. I can feel it in my bones. See, every, every night going down my street, I know that I'm going to see a mini herd of deer because basically they own the street. Not sure if you're aware of this, but in the village of Williamsville, forget about the taxpaying public. The people who really run the, the village are not people. They're four-legged deer with hooves, okay? So uh, anyway, folks... If you've ever had this experience, you know exactly what it is like. You're driving along, and you are being cautious. See, that that's the thing. It's not like I, my mind was a million miles away thinking about something else. I was solely focused on driving in an area that I believe to be inhabited by a whole boatload of deer. And in the blinking of an eye, okay, an Augenblick in the blinking of an eye, in a moment before one could even react, this giant doe. And I'm when I say giant doe, I mean old enough to really know better, came running across the road. And I estimate that I was about five feet, maybe ten feet at the most from the deer probably five feet at the point where I would have clipped its rear, uh, the hindquarters on the deer. And it's it's really weird because there was no rush of adrenaline. There was no holy fill in the expletive you prefer, uh, if you'd like, doesn't bother me, bother the FCC big time. But it was just, it was something that was expected. It was, it, it, and I, I'm, I'm cursing myself now. Talking about deer dar, because you know that tonight I'll probably slam into a giant buck and total my car, right? So I, I realize on a knock on wood here, t- totally a superstitious thing. But I, I'm just kind of curious how many of you have nailed a deer. You have nailed a deer and where you did it. That was by far the closest ever I have come to nailing a deer. Now, my daughter is actually younger than I am. It's funny how that works. She got her first deer with her uh, Chevy, (laughs) her her first car, her Chevy around, oh, I don't know, somewhere in the southern tier. And uh, needless to say, the car didn't do very well. The deer did considerably less well. But it was, all I can say is it was just the strangest feeling 
I knew. I just, I, I had this sixth sense, and I, I don't claim any psychic ability. That would be weird. But I just had this sixth sense. And really, it, it's not so much a sixth sense if you think about it. It's more like a common sense thing. What, what is Amherst known for? Well, actually, what is West Seneca known for? What is Hamburg? What is Orchard? We all have deer all over the place. You go to Forest Lawn Cemetery, there used to be deer in there. There's a flourishing population of deer. Not a white deer, as I saw a picture of uh, online, but we have deer everywhere in western New York. And yes, they're cute. Yes, it's kind of fun. It's kind of cool to see them walking side by side in groups of five up the street or uh, up the sidewalk. It, it, it's, it's interesting to hear the clomping of the hooves on the pavement and on the concrete. I, I, I grant you that. But these things are a menace to vehicular traffic. And there are every year fatal accidents where humans get killed because either their car hits a deer or in the quest to avoid hitting a deer, you do what you shouldn't do and you steer off the road and end up hitting a tree and killing yourself. So the deer walks away laughing and your family ends up having to put on a funeral and they never have you again for a Thanksgiving dinner. Okay? So uh, just kind of curious if you have bagged a deer. But again, uh, this was not even close to sunset. This was considerably after sunset. Um, but this is a time of the year when deer abound. And let's just think about this. All, all deer dar is, there's nothing paranormal or psychical about it. All it is is just being aware of the area where you are, which is pretty much anywhere right now in western New York, uh, there could at any moment be a deer leaping out, especially areas that are wooded and that are near fresh water. And Arrow Drive runs, well, Ellicott Creek is right there. So deer, just like anything else, they get thirsty. They need water. They need hydration. They're not going to go to the store and buy a bottle of uh, Gatorade. They're going to drink out of the creek. So you know there's a creek around. You know there are woods around. It's dark. Uh, you can expect the deer at any moment to go bounding across the road. But this, seriously, this was, it, it, this was the closest I have ever come. But I will, I will tell you. All right, just between just between us. I was very proud of the fact that I did not try to steer away from the deer. I did not want to even though I was only doing a very minimal miles per hour, I, I didn't have the urge to steer out of the way of the deer, to put my vehicle off the road, uh, running a risk of injury to myself or my passenger. I just kept on a straight line, which is what you're supposed to do. Don't put yourself in at, at risk because of a deer. Even if it's a baby deer and it's so cute, you just don't you just don't do that. You the deer goes out first, okay? It is it's below us on the food chain. Deer don't eat humans, but we eat deer. Well, some of you do. Josh eats deer. Uh, he particularly enjoys the hindquarters, uh, the rectal area specifically. Uh, 803-0930 is the uh, phone number. Star 930 on the cell phone and 1-800-616-WBEN. Have you come close or have you actually hit a deer? It's got to be. I'll tell you. We, uh, we did this, and it's 
It's so funny because we did this not that long ago, and it was toward the end of, of, I don't know what show we were doing, but it was toward the end of whatever show we were doing when we talked about this, and I thought it was uh, interesting timing that of all of the times for your humble host to have a close encounter, didn't hit it, but a close encounter with a deer, it just happened to be just a few, it was Saturday or Sunday night uh, when this happened. 803-0930, star 930, and 1-800-616-WBEN. You might have hit it, or you might have come precipitously close to hitting it. The only problem that I have with doing the show is that by saying some of the stuff I'm saying, I am cursing myself. Come on. I, 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 do, this, I do this as a throwaway topic within the past month, maybe. And I compliment myself on my deer dar, my anticipation factor of where the deer are likely to be, knowing on past experience where they are, what they like to do, which is drink and eat foliage, and how fast they can move. This thing was booking. This thing, this deer was, it, it, went, it, it went so fast that I couldn't have braked if I'd wanted to. And, and that's even doing 29, 30 miles an hour. There was no opportunity to slam on the brakes. Not, and, I, and I wouldn't have slammed on the brakes either, which I'm very, I'm very, very happy about. So my, my reactions were actually uh, exactly what they should have been given the situation. But not all of you have been that lucky. And I was thinking to myself, boy, I'm sure glad that a little deer friend wasn't behind the big doe that decided to almost uh, commit suicide using my vehicle as the mode of its own destruction. Uh, anyway, let's get to the calls on WBEN. Peter in deer-infested Williamsville, you are on WBEN. Hello. Uh, hello. I wanted to mention, yeah, I've had a number of occasions where I almost hit a deer jumping out in front of the car, even in front of a motorcycle, which would be even worse. Um, but I also wanted to mention that people aren't aware of deer carry uh, ticks and uh, Lyme disease is a big problem around here. If you have bushes that the deer are chewing on, you can bet they're leaving ticks behind that are going to get you when you go to trim those bushes. So just uh, yeah, I, I forget. I forget whether I, you know what I, we did a show on Lyme disease not all that long ago, and I don't remember if that's yeah. true or false that deer carry the ticks that cause Lyme disease. That'd be something I'd have to huh. look up. But I mean, it's it's not. It, it, I mean, it, first of all, you don't want deer poop in your yard, right? I mean, that's that's you know that that pebbly poop that you see. You don't want it. Yeah. You don't need it. It's not good for the yeah. grass. No, nope, you get that. But yeah, I've had several encounters. Cars and motorcycles, and uh, they've been close calls everywhere. Oh, some friends nailed a deer in Pendleton on a motorcycle. I cannot believe that they're alive and they escaped serious injury. Yeah. yeah. So uh, when, you, when you say a number, can you, can you give us like a geographic area? You're calling us from Williamsville. Have these close encounters yeah. of the deer kind been Williamsville? Yeah, Young's Road between uh, Klein and Casey. Yep. Oh, that's yep, that's a big area. I think all of Young's Road is a danger area because there are just so many places where they congregate. You you can you can't shake a stick out of. I don't know what the count is, Peter, but there've got to be I would think at least 10,000 deer in the town of Amherst including the village of Williamsville. At least. Yeah, I would I wouldn't disagree with that. They're all over the place, everywhere. 
All right. Well, Peter, thank you uh, very much. I do. I do want to look up that whole deer tick thing because I've forgotten whether that was uh, a truth or whether that was a false. I don't know if Josh can look that up uh, because one of the things that I found uh, recently is that uh, that some of the things I thought were true aren't true. Because <laughs> never trust the internet. Let's go to Barb on a uh, cell phone. Barb, you're on WBEN. You uh, were not as lucky. You hit one. I did on Thanksgiving. No. And, uh, oh, yeah. It was a really sucky week for me. Uh, I was supposed to be on a cruise, and because of our snowstorm, I could not get out on the cruise. Family invited me to dinner in Rochester. I was coming home. Oh, by the way, my new car is 11 days old. Oh. Dri- yeah. Driving home, and I'm in like open field, dusk-ish, and... Um, Boom. It was a small deer. Here's the news. The good news is I'm okay. The car is okay. The deer is dead. But I will tell you, um, it scared the um, whatever out of me big time, big time. I was very, very shaken up. I think a lot of people would be curious as to how your car, your 11-day-old car, was able to avoid being damaged by striking a deer. Right. Right, and I everybody is, and it's, I think it's because um, I probably well. First of all, I'm not. I went from the coolest car in the world to the old fart car, so now they're all telling me that I should love this SUV because it protected me. But I believe it hit the. It was a small deer because I when I got out of the car, I looked to make sure it was dead. I was afraid that it was going to. You know how they you stun them and they jump up. But it was very small. It was, I would say it was a small deer. There were four of them. I hit one. Um, I believe it hit the undercarriage and just clocked it enough that it, I don't know, just knocked it out and just killed it. I called the police, and I said, you know, I gave them my name and number. Um, I told them the deer was dead on the side of the road, but I was going home because I was really shaken up. I didn't want to be waiting around. Have you had a mechanic take a look at your undercarriage? I did not. That might no. not might not be a bad idea. With, with a car that new, the dealer ought to be happy to do that gratis just to make sure that uh, nothing got cracked that's going to cause you a problem later on. Yeah, you know, good idea. Very, very good idea. Pers- pers- personally, Barb, I think the deer was trying to steal your catalytic converter. That's what I think. Yeah. Thank, thank you very much, Barb. I appreciate I appreciate the call. Glad you're okay. Um, yeah, this is very very common, uh, and obviously, uh, if you've hit a deer, when I, uh, you hear your story, 803-0930, star nine thirty one eight hundred six one six W B E N. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest five G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app, 
Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Or should we play Christmas music? I, I don't know. I don't know. Is it maybe it's too early? Not sure. Anyway, welcome. It is uh, Bowerly News Radio 930 WBEN. So uh, we talked about this not that long ago. And Sunday night, your humble host had a close experience of the deer kind, as in D E E R. Uh, the area is teeming, absolutely teeming with deer. By the way, as far as Lyme disease, yeah, the black-legged tick can be on deer, but it can also be on mice, chipmunks, raccoons, squirrels, lizards, and many songbirds. Over 60 species of animals uh, can host the black-legged tick. Let's go to Hans in Sardinia on WBEN. Hans, hello. Hello. Yes, sir. You are on. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I had uh, an experience one time where... I had a uh, company car, and they uh, I took it for the weekend. They wanted me to put some miles on it because I lived quite far away from uh, where I was working at the time. And, um, well, I hit one deer, and uh, it wasn't dead, so I was on my way up to the house to uh, get my rifle and put a bullet in it to get rid of it. And uh, I go up the road maybe a hundred yards, and I'll be I hit another one, you know. So uh, I had to dispatch both of them. You know, I know you're supposed to wait for a sheriff or stuff like that, but when you got an animal that's laying on the side of the road kicking and stuff like that, I'm not waiting a half hour, forty five minutes. You know, to let the animals suffer. You know what I mean? I know exactly what you mean. Uh, don't know the legality of that, but uh, I well, I mean, in New York State, they'll probably yank any permits you have and probably, you know, list you as a uh, prohibited possessor of firearms. Uh, common sense dictates uh, pretty much what you should do. You know, uh, well, yeah, there, yeah, but New York State, when it comes to guns, New York State has no common sense. You got that right, buddy. New, New York State has time. no common sense at all. It's ridiculous. There was another time when my buddy and I were headed, uh, oh, let's call it, to a local uh, drinking emporium uh, to have a, a couple of adult refreshments, going down the road, and I hit this buck, and, I mean, his horns went right through the hood of my car. Oh, good grief. I couldn't, I couldn't believe it. Uh, but That's one I, big buck. Oh, yeah. No, I I probably hit maybe four or five. I'll tell you, though, the luckiest one I ever saw, I, I was in my truck going down the road, and there was another truck coming my way, and I don't know how this deer made it. Like, we were both going in opposite directions, but that deer ran right between the both of us. And I, I don't know how I didn't hit it and bang it into his truck or whatever, but that was one lucky deer, I'll tell you that. Well, the deer's day had not dawned, uh, or the uh, the death day of the deer had not dawned. But uh, thank you very much, Hans. I, I appreciate it. Uh, a little wind there on Hans' phone. I don't know what was causing that, but uh, if uh, you call in and you're in your car and your window is open, uh, please keep that in mind. Or if you're outside, best to get to an inside location to call because 
because unfortunately telephones don't come equipped with uh, wind screens. And our <laughs> funny thing is, our microphones here we have wind screens, probably reservoir to many bacteria and uh, diseases, viruses, you name it. Uh, oh, I do want to thank. I can't name them because I could be accused of some uh, uh, some some things that are not wholesome. But a local chocolate shop was nice enough to send along some peanut butter cups uh, made locally. Uh, now, I am still in the quest to lose some additional weight, so I sampled one of the peanut butter confectionaries and then immediately notified co-workers that the candies that were placed on the table in what we call the bistro were legitimate candies and not sent to us by some psychopath. So, you know, they all know that they're legitimate candies. Um, of course, I did have Josh take the first bite, uh, like in Godfather 3, where... Uh, Connie gives Don Altabello the poison cannolis. You're so thin, you take a bite, because he was suspicious of Connie. So Connie takes a small bite of the cannoli, and uh, later on we see Don Altabello watching the opera, and uh, boy, did he like his cannoli. There were a lot of cannolis in that box, and uh, he must have eaten the whole damn thing, which who who wouldn't eat a whole box of cannolis? Uh, have you hit a deer and where did you hit your deer and i wanted to bring this topic up again because um for reasons i do not understand there was a very close call involving your humble host sunday night arrow drive between the circle and whirly drive and i don't know i it's just a question of having a a, a common sense idea of where the deer happened to be hanging out. Yes, that was an intentional use of the word. Uh, but it's it's a heavily forested area when you uh, are, are between the road and Ellicott Creek. The deer like their fresh water. I know they like to hang out there because I've seen them scoot along Whirly Road or across Whirly Road on many occasions. So I just backed, up this, backed off the speed. If I'd been doing the speed limit, I would not be talking to you today. I'd probably be on hold with a car repair place. Uh, uh, getting my getting my car fixed, which would uh, not be something uh, to which uh, I would look forward. But I tell you, the, these deer are just running wild in in Western New York. I don't know what you do to get rid of them, um, uh, and, and it's not going to do anything about Lyme disease because Lyme disease can hang out in a the black legged tick can uh, be on everything from squirrels to mice to chipmunks, cute little chipmunks. Who doesn't like to see a chipmunk? Who doesn't chuckle when you see a chipmunk? And this time of the year, Alvin and the chipmunks? Come on. Let's go to uh, Phil in uh, Chittawaga. Phil, you have bagged a deer, sir, with your vehicle. Yeah, Tom, this was quite a few years ago. We were working up in Lockport, and it was right around dusk, coming home, coming down transit. I swung on to Millersport, you know, that curve on the Millersport. Yeah, And th there was a station wagon coming the other way on Millersport. This thing came from behind that car so close, the first thing I thought was it was a do big dog jumping out of the back of the car. I didn't even have time to take my foot off the gas. Uh, it was a medium-sized doe, put its shoulder through the grill, pushed the radiator into the fan. Uh. I'm guessing it probably broke its neck over the front of the hood. It was a F-250 Ford, older truck. And, uh, I mean, the whole dashboard just lit up like a Christmas tree. I wasn't going nowhere. Well, this guy pulls over. There was a 
one of my coworkers with me. Another guy pulled over. He said, "Look at." He goes, "I'll take the. I'll get a hold of the police. I'll take the deer." They, he gave us a ride up to there used to be a tavern uh, farther down Millersport, and that and he took us there. And I called my wife. She came and got us, and we got you know got us home. But uh, that thing didn't stand a chance, and I didn't even have a chance to. Like I said, I didn't even have a chance to take my foot off the gas. Now, okay, I presume that because you drove, you went away from the scene, that the police there was no police report filed, or was your truck basically incapacitated at the scene? My truck was incapacitated at the scene. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, so at least there, it was on record that you didn't hit somebody else. It was definitely a car deer collision, which is not chargeable by insurance. Right. And, uh, you know, like I said, this other fellow that come along behind us pulled over. He said he, he told us that he would call the police and tell us what happened, tell them what happened, and he gave us a ride up to this tavern where we called my wife to get a ride home uh gotcha did just out of curiosity um after having hit the deer which obviously did considerable damage to your vehicle unlike the lady who called in before uh with no apparent damage to the vehicle although i still think she ought to have her undercarriage checked or if not hers certainly the vehicles um i would agree indeed uh but the uh uh, the, the insurance company, when you called and you said, I hit a deer, did they give you any grief? Uh, no, actually, it was a work truck. I was working for my oldest brother, and he just said, you know what, it's not even worth it filing the claim. Let's just go get a radiator and a fan, and we'll just put the thing back together that way. Wow. Well, it's good to be good to be handy, but uh, insurance, you know, it's insurance is great until you need it, particularly health insurance. Uh, wonder how many people have jobs where you believe that uh, your health insurance is a great benefit until you actually need the health insurance, and you find out uh, you're going to be more in debt than you ever dreamt you could be. Yeah, I I agree with you 100. percent It's just this was an older truck, and we didn't really feel like uh, you know it was. You know, once we once we put a, a radiator and a fan in it and straighten that kind of stuff out, the thing ran like a champ. Last time I heard, it was a 78. And last time I heard, the thing had almost 300,000 miles on it. Good God. Thank you. Thank you very much. That's that's amazing. Thank you. All right, there's Phil in Cheektowaga. So, yeah, Millersport, um, the, the curve there uh, is, well, Transit, Millersport, that area. It's Deer Central. Basically, the entire, and maybe it's true in your town too, Orchard Park, West Seneca, uh, Hamburg, Pendleton. It's like anywhere in western New York, you are likely to hit a deer. And if you go in the same pattern, you will see a lot of times you'll notice that deer follow certain uh, paths and patterns themselves. So a lot of times you you will slow down in areas where you know you've seen deer bound out before or near those areas. So uh, some of having deer dar again, it's just it's just a little bit of common sense uh, knowing the layout of the land. But these things these things can happen in anywhere at any time to anybody, especially pro, uh, especially a danger around sunrise and sunset. Uh, let's go to uh, John in uh, Florida. John on uh, WBEN, you are on. Hello. Hi, Tom. I'm a Western New Yorker, retired down here. Um, 
I've got five kills, if you want to call them kills. You're an ace. You're uh, a dear ace. I am. Uh, I hit one on Lockport Road. I hit one on Millersport, uh, just where it comes into uh, uh, transit heading into Lockport. Oh, same basic uh, area. One the, yep. One on the Southern Tier Expressway. And I hit two at the same time on the 219 just coming into Springville. And I was going at 65 miles an hour there. I was going about 70. I had a, a fairly new 5,000 miles on an F-150, and it took the front end right off it. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. So, okay, um, I know Josh has three uh, deer uh, that he has hit with his vehicle, three. Um, after a while... Does your insurance company give you increasing grief about deer hits? When you've hit five deer, does the insurance company basically say, we don't want to insure you anymore? Clearly, you've got an issue with deer. You're bad luck. You know, you know, Tom, uh, three of them were with company vehicles, but the other two, uh, and I won't name, obviously, I won't uh, mention the insurance company's name, but uh, they treated me like gold, like nothing happened. Uh, Took, took the truck in, and uh, uh, I ended up getting a new one out of it. Uh, huh. So no, I, uh, they didn't. They didn't throw any strikes against me. Well, I'm uh, I'm happy to hear that, sir, and I'm glad that you are okay. Um, what was your? Do you remember your reaction after uh, after nailing the deer? Uh, the the ones that the, when I hit the two on the two nineteen, I was I was shaken for about half an hour. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I thank you. John, I thank you for calling in from Florida. Look out for uh, look out for gators, look out for uh, black panthers, and look out for uh, iguanas, giant iguanas. Oh, by the way, you've never, you haven't lived until you've stepped in iguana poop with flip-flops. Don't ask me how I know that. Uh, let's go back to the phone. Uh, have you nailed a deer? Interestingly, we did this as a throwaway topic a short while ago, and then Sunday night, Closest call of my life. Probably the closest point was within five feet of the deer, which literally bounded across Arrow Drive, uh, probably about two tenths of a mile from uh, from Worley. It was uh, I, I I could not have hit the brakes if I'd wanted to, and I was going again thirty miles an hour. Had I been doing the speed limit, dead deer, very damaged car, because that was one big doe. Uh, let's go to Chris uh, in West Seneca, which is another deer haven on WBEN. Hi, Chris. Hi, how are you? Well, I'm fine. Thank you. Yeah, so my husband and I were driving back from Ellicottville about a month ago on the 219, and he was driving, and all of a sudden there was about eight deer on the side of the 219. And all of a sudden... Every one of them, except for Santa's sleigh, literally ran across. Luckily, there were no cars really in, on the side of us or no cars in the front of us because my husband swerved. He did hit one of them, and the sound is traumatizing. Um, our car was not, luckily, I don't even know how we got as lucky as we did. His car was a little bit damaged on the driver's side, but when, like the bumper, everything was pretty much intact except he lost like a little bit of the rubber underneath the wheel wall but it was it is the worst sound ever and it's just terrible that 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 when it and when it happens because there's i don't know why they jump why are they jumping out why do they jump out at you 
because yeah, they're they just stay on the side of the road? because they're wild animals and sometimes they ain't uh, too swift when it comes to interacting with humans. Sometimes they get spooked by the sound of your vehicle and 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 they I tear know. ass. And they've got a lot of natural predators like coyotes too. So they're very very skittish creatures. Now. Uh, you, you've mentioned the sound a couple of times. For those who uh, have not had the misfortune, can you describe the sound? It's just, it's a loud, heavy body that hits your car. I mean, I can't, it's just a huge, it, it's, it is, it's traumatizing. Like, honestly, it's traumatizing. Um, yeah, so it's, I'm, we're fortunate, though, that honestly his, he did not have a lot of damage. So... Um, and he ended up selling his car anyway, but he ended up, it was just, it was, it was terrible because if there was somebody on the side of us, it would have been a night, it would have been terrible. We would never have been able to get away like we did. No, no, you'd be bowling for deer at that point. And, and there was, um, like their fur was in like the bumper it was terrible. Oh, how about the hoof? No. You ever see, no you ever hoof. see Goodfellas? Where Joe Pesci has them, to, yeah. yeah, Joe Pesci has to borrow his mother's knife because you know the hoof, the hoof. It's uh, a, you know, it's a sin. Um, all right, thank you very much, uh, Chris. I'm glad you called. Yeah, the 219 man, that is another dear. Well, if, you, if I mean, we've already had the 219 mentioned a couple of times today, so thank you very much, Chris. I appreciate it. Um, yeah, because you get speed combined with uh, with a lot of deer and you're going to have problems. And as I've said, Aero Drive, where I was, I think the speed limit is 35 miles an hour. I backed it off to about 30. Just, I just, you know, it's, I, when we left the restaurant, we actually said we're going to go a different way to avoid a deer-concentrated area. So it's kind of ironic that the route we chose was the route where the deer literally ran right in front of the car and, and there was nothing I could do about it. I couldn't, I, I've got decent react. I, I couldn't even hit the brake if I'd wanted to. And I'm glad, frankly, in retrospect, that the reaction I had was, uh, this car is not leaving the road. This deer, in fact, you know what? I didn't even, I didn't even have time to process it uh, intellectually. It was just a, it was a reaction kind of a thing. Like, okay, deer in front of car. It happened in, in a flash of an instant. So in that instant, fortunately, there was no uh, veering of the vehicle uh, off to somewhere where I'd rather it not be, like into Ellicott Creek. What am I, Ted Kennedy? Anyway, it is uh, 256 at News Radio 930 WBEN. If you're on hold, you can stay there. If not, uh, we'll pick you up on the other side on News Radio 930 WBEN. Tom Puckett coming up with the very latest in news. And again, folks, if you're uh, out there driving, it, it can be a, a dawn and dusk situation, but pretty much anywhere in Western New York at any time, you can expect. If you're driving, that there might be a deer just waiting to do something stupid in front of your car. So be warned. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.